0: Hello everybody, welcome to today's podcast episode with my friend Leela. She is a mom inside of Motherhood Simplified and she has a teeny tiny baby with her today, which I'm so glad that you brought the baby because that's how I started Motherhood Simplified was recording podcasts and nursing babies at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to talk to Leela today and hear her story of how she decluttered her home She's a mom of three. She works outside of the home in education and she's just such a, like, I've known her and seen her throughout the community for a long time. And she's just so positive and encouraging. She has great feedback inside of the motherhood simplified group. So I appreciate that Leela, too. I love when people step up and can answer questions. So I'm not the only one, <laughs> um, but yeah. How about you tell us just a little bit more about yourself?
1: Thanks. That's, those are very nice things to say. I appreciate it. I do try to keep it positive. It's really important to me. So I have the baby and she's getting a little squirmy fussy. So you might hear her hollering a little bit, but I have three kids. They're six, eight, and this one is three months old. I have all girls and I work, I work in uh post secondary education so I work at a university and I work <clears throat> on a 9 month contract which is really nice I don't work in the summer and I really appreciate that it's really nice to be able to be home with my kids and spend time with them and do lots of fun summer things together and then usually by the time that school starts again I am ready to go back to work and not be at home all the time with my kids and I really like appreciate moms who do both because I think that both are have their challenges and Um, both have their perks. So you always talk about self-care and like for me work is can be like at its best it can be self-care just being outside of my home and doing something else. And let's see I really like my work. I like to spend time with my kids. I like to try to do a lot of things at home like I really like to cook. I am lucky to live in a place where we have great farms and abundant like amazing food to have. So I'm really food oriented. I like to cook and I like to garden. So that's like a big part of my life too. And yeah, I'm just happy to talk to you and share a little bit about my story. I love
0: it. I relate to a lot of what you say, like I want to do all of the things. I want to do everything. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I want to be outside. I want to make my own food. I want to, I work as a part of my self-care too. So I love Mm -hmm. that you mentioned that because sometimes I'm like, is that weird? Should I Mm -hmm. tell people that? Can I get down? (laughs) tell people? not weird. (laughs) Yeah. But really it is. I enjoy it. I thrive on it. It really fills me up. My first question for you is you have all of these things that you love to do and you have a very full- life. How did your clutter impact your ability to actually do those things that you want to do? It,
1: I felt like it just made me so stressed out. I feel like it just, I feel like we live in a little bit of an overwhelming world and trying to manage kids and work and trying to do things for our kids that are going to enrich their lives, like activities outside the home and having like friends to play with and trying to still maintain my own friendships as a mom There's just a lot, there's a lot on our plates and there's a lot to be thinking about. And especially before the pandemic started, just felt very rushed and stressful. And it was like, I think, I think I told you, but I, I, I honestly felt like I didn't actually have that much clutter um, in my house because I always tried to keep things down and not have too much stuff, but it honestly was enough where it still stressed me out so much. And I didn't, and because the kind of the story I told myself was like, I don't have that much. I'm like, try to keep things minimal. I didn't realize that the clutter that was in my home was part of what was making me feel really stressed out a lot of the time until I got rid of it. (laughs) And then I felt so much better. And I would say that the biggest thing about, for me about decluttering was I don't think I I'm not sure. I spend very minimal quality time with my kids before. It was always like, I shouldn't stop to do this with you because I have these seven other things to do. And once I got rid of the clutter in my house, it I just felt more comfortable and happier just pausing and slowing down and taking quality time with my kids.
0: And what you said, hopefully I can articulate it the right way, but our clutter really demands and dictates not just our time, but also our thoughts. And one of the things, I don't know if you've heard me say it, but I'm trying to say it more is you're not a bad housekeeper and you're not a bad mom and you're not like lacking any kind of like special skills or talents or anything. You likely just have too much stuff and it really does make it impossible for you to feel like you can do all of these things. And Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that, that you had that realization. Cause I think sometimes people too, they look around at their house and it might be clean and it might even be organized or there's just still yeah. something internally off. You're like, I don't really yeah. know what it is.
1: Yeah. Like when I first started doing it, I think we sent pictures to you of like our surfaces and I sent you like a picture of my kitchen counters and there wasn't that much stuff on my kitchen counters. But, and you even said, Oh, there your counters don't look like very cluttered, but you're like, but there's probably a lot in your cabinets. (laughs) And I was like, yes, there is (laughs) Full of stuff. And they have a big kitchen, so I could fill it up pretty good. And like I said, I like food, so I did fill it up pretty good, but it was, I didn't need all of it. I wasn't using all of it. It was just too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what you're talking about and one thing that we talk about within the course, but also just within motherhood simplified in general is your clutter threshold. Everybody has their own. And I'm curious if you've noticed that yours might be low.
1: (laughs) It's really low. It's low. And I'll say that I did the whole course and finished it around Christmas time last year. And that was very intentional because I was going to be having a baby and I just wanted things to be cleared out. Yes. Um, speaking of the baby. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) There she is. I wanted things to be cleared out and I, I just you know, did really well with that, did really well at finishing the course. And I did really well at keeping things out for a few months afterwards. And I, my kid's room tends to pile up clutter quickly. So we did like decluttering of their room a couple times, even after I finished the whole course. And then I had the baby and I really haven't done any decluttering since then. And I can already feel right now, three months that it's creeping in on me and it's starting to be a little too much again and I'm starting to feel like I want to go through the course again when I can get to it so yeah yeah I do have a low threshold it's I can't handle I I don't handle a lot of it very well so
0: yeah and just one thing again you've probably heard me talk about it but for everyone listening too I've noticed that my thresholds goes down the more kids I have. So, Oh, okay.
1: Yes, hold on one second.
0: But yeah, so the more kids I have, the more sensitive I am to my environment and our stuff Mm -hmm. and how much we have. And so... Just a reminder for you, especially only three months, like three months is when they start like waking up three and four months, waking up and like moving around (laughs) a little bit. Yep. So that could be part of your itch too. It could be the stuff and it could also be like your threshold has changed and so you better adjust your house.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about was like inside of your cabinets, because I I remember the picture that you sent me and I was Mm -hmm. like, like, this is a pretty classic example of a house that looks so people can walk in and nobody would really notice anything. It would look normal, but in your mind, what's in your cabinets, in your closets, (laughs) Uh (laughs) and maybe it didn't feel like to-do lists for you, but in hindsight, how do you feel about those cabinets and closets now?
1: Do you understand why they were the way they were? Yeah, I do. I understand. And I just think like with the cabinets, it was like, oh, I have all of these things and they're all good and they're all useful and purposeful and there's nothing wrong with them. So I'm just going to hold on to them. I have this really classic example. This is like one of the things that I just irked me the most when I did the course was I had two food processors. One was from my grandmother is weighs 30 pounds It's from the 60s. And I had this food processor and I used it once every year when I make like big batches of pesto. And then I never used it for anything else because I only had one blade. So then my good friend gave me her old food processor, like a newer model with a bunch of different attachments. And I was like, this is great. And when I went to declutter, I found all the attachments and I have no idea where the food processor went. Perfect, so useful. (laughs) I think I may have given the food processor to somebody at some other point, like realizing I'm just probably not going to use this, but I like maybe forgot about the blaze. I'm not sure. So I had this container full of food processor attachments that didn't go to the food processor that I had, but they were like really nice and in really good (laughs) shape. Okay.
0: That is a super classic example though. That is so perfect because... It's like the same thing with like toys too, like toys, like kids and toys and then moms and either crafts or like you said, food processors and stuff in our kitchens. Like on, at first glance, when you walk in your kitchen, you're like, yeah, all of this stuff has a purpose. All this stuff is useful. Mm -hmm. And we get into the details of it and we realize that it's really not right? right. And our kids really don't play with all of this stuff. And we really don't actually have time to even use all this stuff. And, and you discover that, oops, Please don't even go to anything that I have anymore.
1: Exactly. Oh, so oh. yeah, there was a lot of things that were like, you look at it and you think, oh, that's a good thing, but I wasn't using it. And it, for me, that's really key: is have I ever used this? Have I used this in the last month? Have I used this in the last six months? Huh. This is a thing that I, I had a cupcake stand that we made cupcakes for my daughter's fifth birthday, and now she's eight, and we never used it again. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice cupcake stand, but we used it once, and we don't need to. Keep it in our home. That's funny. I didn't know that you had a cupcake stand like that because
0: I use the cupcake stand example in the Clear clear Your Clutter guide. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, just for example, maybe you have like a cake stand or a cupcake stand that looks Mm -hmm. like you could put some cute cupcakes on it one day and you Mm -hmm. never have, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you never will. And yeah, it's like all of these like mental to do lists in -hmm. our head that. Mm they're draining. They're just like energetically and mentally draining because you already have so many things to do on an everyday basis that you don't have time. It just, it almost makes moms feel bad because they open up their cabinets and they see like the cupcake tray and they're like, wow, like I'm, I'm not the kind of mom who does that ever, but it's yeah. right in front of your face and right. it doesn't have to be.
1: Right. Yeah. So true.
0: Okay. My next question, you mentioned that your kids' rooms And every kid's room does this. It's not just yours, but (laughs) they attract a whole bunch of stuff. How do your kids do with decluttering now?
1: They do pretty good with it. When we, we used to clean out their room too, like pretty regularly, but it was the same kind of situation where it was like, oh, this is nice stuff. Hold on to this. And now they know the whole declutter term much better. And, you know, I just tell them, "Oh, hi. Hi, baby," <laughs> she's like, I also know it. <laughs> she probably does. I listen to so many podcasts when I was pregnant with her. Um, but so they do pretty well with it, actually. Like they, they are able I think the last time we decluttered their room, they were able to do most of it on their own and kind of go through their things and be like, these are not things that I'm using. These are things that we can get rid of. And I would say that like with kids stuff, it cycles through a lot faster. They have some things that they bring into the house and they really love it and play with it a lot for a month or maybe less. And then they never play with it again. So their stuff doesn't need to, it doesn't, it just doesn't need to stay in the house for very long. And because of that, I feel like it can really pile up really quick too. Um, So they do good with it. They, at first, I think it was hard for them. Although before, like I said, before doing the course, we already were pretty used to like trying to clean out their stuff pretty regularly. But like, I think one time I watched the Marie Kondo series on Netflix and she talks about sparking joy. And I think one time I went through the room with them and asked them about everything if it sparked joy. And they were like, Mom, what does that mean? I mean, yeah, it doesn't translate. I'm not understanding. Sparking joy. Like, I don't get it. So I think this way is a lot um easier for them. And I really think that the biggest challenge for them isn't actually like decluttering their stuff. It's not bringing so, so much more in. There's just so much out there. Like, One of the things that really drives me nuts is when we go to stores and all of the cashiers ask the kids if they want stickers because Uh they, of course they say yes. And of course they don't just give them a sticker. They give them a roll of like 10 stickers and then they have 10 stickers. And then we go to three stores at a time because we're running errands. And then they come home with 30 stickers and it's like, where are all these stickers going to go? What are you going to? And half the time they just stay in my car and then I'm cleaning them out. That's just, they have a hard time. And I talked, sometimes I remember to talk to them about it first. Remember, we don't need to bring a bunch of stuff into the house that we're never going to use again. And so I do better with them with that sometimes than other times, but they are, that is, I would say the bigger challenge for them is to not reclutter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's probably the, you're probably going have to have this forever because things always come in and go out, but- yep you're in such a good place to keep up on it and just remind them like things come in, things go out. We can mm-hmm. say no to things mm-hmm. that are free. Maybe when they get a little bit older, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you, before you got into the decluttering simplified course, you hadn't really decluttered before. Cause like you said, you were like, I don't really think it's something that I need to do, but right. what, yeah. What kind of, what changed your mind about that? What gave you the itch to be like,
1: okay, maybe I do need to do this. So it was definitely what happened for me. I was going to have this baby. We live in a 1200 square foot two bedroom, two bathroom home. And my, my um, husband's brother lives with us. So we're three grown ups and three kids and we, the room. So our third bedroom was where my brother-in-law was living and we were building him a bedroom in our garage. I always say we, my husband, (laughs) he deserves all the credit. Um, We we were were pregnant. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So our garage, we we're fortunate to have a very large garage, even if we don't have a very large house, and our garage was full, full of stuff. And we, at that time, we had only lived here for four, four and a half years. And, and we came from like a two bedroom apartment. So somehow we had to cut this giant garage full of stuff and there was no room, even though we have this big garage to build a bedroom in it. So I was like, we are going to just have to let this stuff go. I don't even know what's in there. I don't know what it is. Like I have no idea and I'm going to have a baby and I don't want all the baby stuff. I don't want to have just like mountains of baby things and I don't know what they are or where they go. And I don't know, I can't remember like how I came across it. Maybe somebody shared your group on Facebook that I saw. I'm not sure, but like you did this little mini, I don't know, like a mini course or a little presentation where you talked about how how you have to have, I don't remember. It was red, green, and yellow. There were markers involved. Yes. Yes. That's my favorite one. (laughs) Release your clutter. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to check this out and see what it is. And
0: to know too. People yeah. like red,
1: yellow, green, <laughs> yeah. so the red, yellow, green was great. And it was simple and like straightforward and it didn't take too much time and accountability. That's the word I was looking for. So mm-hmm. the accountability was like a big, really big thing. Did that. And then I think you were talking about the course and I was like, I want to get all this stuff out of my house. And I have a deadline, which is the baby's due date. Like we're going to need this space. And then you we're going to do the course, the four week cohort between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's accountability. Like, I didn't think, I didn't know that if I just did it on my own or tried to declutter by myself, that like, I was worried that I wouldn't, that my house would look the exact same as it did when the baby was born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so, true. yeah,
0: Yeah. So having people to do it with is really powerful
1: yeah. yep it is yeah. it really is I'm um, seeing the pictures of other people in the process was really helpful and I just I felt sometimes on on the Facebook groups people say oh I or I'm even always sharing on other like mom Facebook groups. Oh, people say, "How can I organize my house?" And I say, "Don't organize it. Try this decluttering course." And people yeah. are, "Oh, but I need something free." And I'm like, "But the thing is, if you pay for it, then that's another form of accountability. Yeah. Like I'm putting hard-earned money over here to do this. For me, it's okay. Now I better actually do it. I got less. <laughs> I'm not sure why you asked me, but no, that's a good. It's a good answer. <laughs> I felt like it was really important to it as like a part of a group inside a course with somebody that knew what they were doing for mm-hmm. the accountability factors so that it would actually get done and they wouldn't have to worry about having a house full of so much clutter and then have a baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we are doing the 4 week session again. Last year, actually the last two years we've done it, we've done it between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's worked really well because people get to Christmas and they're like, "Woo, yeah, I'm done. But this yeah. year I decided to do it the month of November. So we start like November, the first mm-hmm. week of November and go through that. So that by the time you get to Thanksgiving, you're done mm-hmm. and then you can coast and enjoy the entire month of December. And mm-hmm. um, I'm doing a workshop inside of that four week thing to like, how to have your first clutter for Christmas so that you're not like, you're not freaking mm-hmm. out. Oh my gosh. More stuff is coming in, or I don't want all my stuff to, all my work to come undone. Maybe I'll do that That (laughs) (laughs) because
1: things are getting a little crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Okay. So you did. You got into the course and you did the four weeks with us last year, just before Mm -hmm. the holidays and just before your baby. But as you were going through the decluttering process, what was one of the biggest kind of aha moments that you've had about? your home and the stuff inside of it?
1: I think for me, like I said, I always felt like I didn't actually have that much stuff. It was a story that I told myself
0: Uh and maybe compared
1: to some other people, I don't, but I, the biggest aha was like, Oh, I, it, I have enough that it really bothers me. And it really holds me back from doing other things I want to do. I guess it's relative and like I said before, it held me back from spending, um, time with my kids from being able to do like quality things with them that I really wanted to be doing with them. And one of the biggest things is when I was a little kid, my mom used to always read to us at night. And like, I remember the books that she read us. She read us the long stocking and she let us read us little house on the Prairie. And I always wanted to do that with my kids. And I never did it. Like I literally had never, ever done it in their whole lives never read them like, yeah. chapter books at night um, and so what happened when I did the course was I would do the nightly reset and things would be like done and put away and ready to go like significantly prior to them needing to be in bed Yeah, <laughs> and I was like oh let's get some books let's start reading books and so ever. Ever since then, I've been reading them chapter books at night, like mostly every night. I'm able to do that with them. And so I just think the biggest aha was this story that I told myself that it wasn't that much. And then to just really realize like, even though it wasn't that much, it was really having a significant impact on my life and my stress and the way I felt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're such a good example of that too, of how it actually impacts you and that it doesn't matter. It's not a matter of like how many... Things should I have, right? right. Or how much should I keep in my house? If whatever right. works for you and makes it so that you can do those things, and I love that you're getting that time with them because that was the next question that I was going to ask you. You already answered it, but oh, what do okay. you
1: do with your time now? <laughs> and what do you do with my time? Yeah. Well, now I have a baby, so <laughs> yeah, that's your time. <laughs> yeah. But I do. I get to do a lot more just slow down and be a present mother for my kids. And I used to like reading the books, but just, it also doesn't make me, it also makes me feel less like rush. I need to rush to the next thing and get the next thing done and hurry up and get there and do this and go over there and make sure this is taken care of. I just feel like my like mental state is just so much calmer. And if you're sitting, if, if you're sitting or standing or doing an activity inside a room in a house and it's full of stuff, like for me, there's just no way that I'm going to feel good or happy or patient. Mm-hmm. And so with all that gone, it's, I just feel better and happier and more patient with my kids. And like, we have time to do things together. She's I'm a baby. I'm three months old. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, really, she's being really funny. Like the last couple of days, she's just like been grumpy and sad, yeah. Um, yeah. but you're okay. Right all right yeah, Maddie's um, growing it hurts Yeah, <laughs> I think she is like in a growth spurt she's she's been having a hard time sleeping yeah for the first time luckily but yeah it just I feel less stressed I feel like a better mom I feel more able to be present with my kids and more have I have more of a c- capacity to do more of the things that I want to as a mom than I did before
0: yeah. I love that. And I, I just want to highlight this part too, for people who are listening in is we really don't realize how much time our stuff takes from us, even if we're not physically cleaning up because we're just mm-hmm. so like mentally we're, we're in our head. Like you said, if I'm surrounded by it, I'm thinking about it and I can't actually do the thing that I'm trying to do. And I love that you're like reading with your kids now, because a lot of yeah. times what happens for moms is we beat ourselves up saying, I'm not a good mom because I don't read to my kids or I, I can't seem to find the time or I don't have a good enough planner or I haven't found the mm-hmm. right planner yet or the right, mm-hmm. you know, cleaning schedule or whatever. And it's not, none, none of those are the problem. <laughs> none yeah. of those are the problem. Yeah. You really can just get rid of this stuff and it gets a lot easier because I remember being like blown away by how much time there was because we read the entire Harry Potter series. We did some oh. review. Yeah. Uh Kind of similar to you. I was like, I guess every night we're going to read a chapter, which reading a chapter out loud of Harry Potter takes a long time. It's 30 minutes at least. (laughs) Which kind of goes to what you said too, about making the easiest decisions first. And then you guys can hear Tara (laughs) and then making those more (laughs) difficult decisions and realizing things, even with your sentimental items of like, maybe this isn't really sentimental. Maybe I'm just avoiding the feelings I have about that season of my life or closing that chapter Or maybe it would be better if I just kept these actual special things and got rid of the other stuff. Like, again, nothing bad will
1: happen. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) So my last question for you before we hang up is for people who are considering getting into decluttering simplified and they're on the fence, what would you tell them? I would tell them go for it because it is absolutely worth it. And if you're already at the point where you've researched it and you ended up here, asking yourself that question, then I'd say it's a pretty good way to start Mm -hmm. uh, that journey that you want to be on. That's what one of the other moms said too. She's like, if you're thinking about it, you need it. (laughs) You're
1: ready. Yeah, you're ready. You need it. And you're at the right place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Come join us. Come join us. Eric is in there as well as all of the other moms. We're super supportive. It's just like a next level form of support, higher level, more in depth. of course we meet twice a month. Yeah. So more (laughs) hands-on and we would love to have you. Thank you so much for all of your time today, Erica. And we will talk to you all soon.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to be without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful, or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me on your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.